Happy New Year, everyone. This is Jeff, and you're listening to Running Crunch, Episode 2. It's January 1st, 2011. Let's go! Got a few moments before I go to work, so I thought I'd give you a training update. I um, woke up uh, very early this morning, about 3:30. Um, just one of those odd nights. Um, it was very cold in my uh, little trailer here in in Baghdad, and um, I got up to turn the heater on and uh, just didn't get back to sleep. So, got up and did some reading and uh, listened to a podcast and uh, did some other minor stuff. <clears throat> Wrote a bit of a show script for episode number two, went and had breakfast, and now I'm back in my room waiting for the laundry to open so that I can do my laundry swap out and then head off to work. So, But uh, I thought I'd take advantage of this time right now to give a little bit of a training update for episode two. Um, in episode one, I talked a little bit about an injury. I think I, I, think I talked about an injury that I, I had to my calf. It's a, a minor deal, mostly because I'm, because I'm running more now. I'm a little more in tune to to what's going on with my body. I'm a little more educated because I've been reading and listening to some of the other podcasters out there. And um, so the minute my calf uh, really started to act up, I stopped. The head is below the large calf muscle. I think it's the soleus, just above the Achilles. And uh, it got to the point where it was a little more than soreness, a little bit of a pain. So I just laid off uh, for a few days. Um, I was running about four to five miles a day uh, for most of the second and third week of December, and um, and I just cut back. I, I didn't run on it for about four days, did some cross-training, took a day off in there, um, and went for, on Monday, went for a mile and a half, fairly strenuous mile and a half run, and, uh, and all as well. So uh, yesterday, uh, on Tuesday, I ran for two miles. Uh, at a at not a fast pace at all, a ten minute mile, and uh, and that was fine as well. I did a little rowing yesterday, and uh, my calf is fine. I do have a little delayed onset of muscle soreness in my uh, in my quads, but I think that's just normal because I did a little bit of a speed workout uh, on Monday, and I haven't done speed workouts before, so uh, it's probably just normal. Feels normal anyway. So injury wise, I think I'm on the mend. I'll. Continue to take it slow. My miles, if uh, anybody just happens to be uh, following me on uh, Daily Mile, my miles will be very low this week because uh, I'm going to take it easy uh, and not re-injure my calf and just sort of ease back into uh, into my routine because I'm trying to average uh, about 21 miles a week through 2011. So that's going to be a challenge because, of course, on some weeks I'll you know I'll beat that by a bit, but on many weeks I'll have injuries or whatnot and have to, to back off. So averaging 21 miles a week, although I think doable, um, is going to be uh, something I'm going to have to pay attention to for sure. I can't take it for granted, which means I'm going to have to try to stay healthy. So that's probably a pretty good piece of that goal is to make sure that I don't overdo it. In terms of uh, how much I've run, um, so far this week just three and a half miles. Last week was 10.2. Uh, and for all of December, uh, about 57 and a half miles for uh, December so far. 
that's not bad for a beginning runner. Most of those miles came, like I said, towards the middle of the week. Um, I think I had, let's see, 20, 23 miles two weeks ago, so almost 24. So that's where I had the, the brunt of my miles in. And, and actually, that was a very comfortable week. Uh, I didn't feel like I was overdoing it. I was pacing myself pretty well. Um, so, but then, of course, I, I had that calf injury. And, and I think it's because during that very comfortable week, um, I exceeded my previous running totals uh, by way more than 10%, which is sort of the general rule. So I'll ease my way back into uh, four to five miles a day, four to five times a week. Uh, probably get a short run uh, in there as well and a long run. So average about four to five miles a day. Uh, if I can do that for six days, that's uh, somewhere between 20 and 24 miles. And uh, that'll get me very close to tw my 21 miles that I'm looking for. So uh, that's the plan, man. Cross training wise, I've been uh, doing a little bit of rowing. I, I, uh, I find the elliptical machine to be good for burning calories and just kind of keeping my, uh, my fitness level up a little bit. So I, uh, I like to do that as well. I do a lot of walking too. I, uh, at work, um, I have an area that I can walk that's fairly isolated. I can print off some of the things that I need to read for work and, and just go for a walk for uh, 35 to 50 minutes, something like that, and uh, get some steps in. So instead of you know sitting on my duff all day, I can get out and you know burn six calories a minute kind of thing walking, which is uh, pretty good. In fact, my rowing yesterday, um, I did I did a very easy 5K row on the rowing machine yesterday, and, and I burned about the same that I do when I go for a walk and read, so that was kind of eye-opening. I uh, got all that off the body media, which I'll talk about later on in, in uh, this episode. Um, as far as my measurements go, uh, I don't know how much I went into it in the first episode. I don't think I went into it very much, but um, I started this journey about 247 pounds. I thought it was 242, but I just bought a new scale. <laughs> I'll talk about that later in the episode as well. Uh, so I was actually 247, and uh, my waist uh, was about 42 and a half inches. Uh, when I started on this a couple of months ago, about 68 days ago or so, something like that. And um, so anyway, today I'm down to, uh, yesterday I was 223, uh, which I thought I was 217, so uh, my old scale uh, is, a, is a better friend to me than my new scale is. However, the new scale is more accurate. Obviously, the old scale is just a piece of junk, so I'm going to throw that thing out. Uh, I've reset my uh, weight up to 223. And actually this morning my weight fluctuated up to 225, which is a little bit strange because I've been very good on my diet and exercising. So I'm sure that's just normal fluctuation. I know people tell you not to weigh yourself every day, but it's been working for me, so I'm going to continue to do that. Plus my dad and I are working on a little bit of a, a blog page. I think I talked to, talked about that last episode as well. It's just a private blog just between he and I, and uh, it's a way for us to keep track of our body media numbers and weight and waist size. So... Uh, we're both trying to slim down, um, and uh, so anyway, I'm weighing myself every day, measuring every day, and this morning, 38-inch uh, waist and uh, 225 on the scale, which was interesting. Uh, this scale also does body fat, and I think I was uh, above 30% body fat, so 
Uh, we're going to be working really hard to get that down uh, into the 20s for sure. And uh, maybe one day I can get down below 20, which will be fantastic. The more I do this, maybe that will become one of my goals for later in the year. So, okay, I think that's quite enough for the training update for uh, this episode. this one another short podcast because um, I don't have my gear yet to do run casting and um, I think that's the most from from everything that I've been listening to um, I think the most interesting commentary and discussions uh, seem to happen when uh, the other podcasters are running or riding their bikes so I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this one fairly short uh, let's just cover a few things uh, fill in some information from uh, Running cast number one, I'll talk a little bit about uh, some gear type stuff, a little bit about what, who I'm listening to and what I'm reading or what I've been reading, and then, uh, and then we'll sign off, let you guys go. Um, it's, I, you probably picked up on the fact that I'm deployed, I'm a military guy, I'm in the Air Force, and I'm deployed to Iraq right now. It's the first time I've been away from my family for a whole year. Got here in June, I leave here 
uh, in June of next year. I'll get a chance to go on R and R rest and recuperation, I guess, um, in um, late March, early April. Get a chance to spend some time with my family. I think we're planning on going to Hawaii, which will be a kick. I'm also going to run a race during that time. There's a there's a uh, 5K, 10K, uh, and I'll run a race with my 11 year old daughter, and hopefully my wife. She's thinking about running it as well. Uh, run that and and also my brother-in-law and I think my sister-in-law as well so it'll be good and maybe even their son so it'll be like a family event and that'll be awesome and that'll be uh, on my R&R in March but anyway I've been here for six months uh, in Iraq in Baghdad uh, working in a palace living in a trailer uh, working one of Saddam's extremely ostentatious palaces and um, and live in a little uh, 15 by 20 foot uh, trailer with a bathroom which is a huge luxury and I really appreciate the bathroom I didn't have one when I first got here uh, and it's really nice to be able to not have to go 150 yards out in the cold in the middle of the night or the heat depending on what time of year when I got here it was 130 degrees now it's uh, probably about 50, 50 degrees during the day and gets down in the high 30s probably at night no, uh, no insulation below the elevated floor on my little uh, containerized housing unit, or chew as we call it. So it gets pretty cold in here at night um, if I don't have the heater on. I finally got the heater figured out though, so I can keep it pretty good. Uh, otherwise, in my little chew, I got a coffee maker, and um, uh, like I said, I got a bathroom. That's the big, the big key uh, these days. So, so that's really Iraq. I haven't been able to run uh, very much here. I've uh, just started really seriously running. I've run outside three or four times. There's plenty of running space, uh, believe it or not, here on the base. The base is very big. Um, so I get that I will get a chance to run for the rest of the, the winter and into the spring. Summer gets really hot, about 130 degrees during the day. So when I first got here, all the uh, working out and exercising I was doing was in the gym. Um, but uh, I've run in the heat. I've run, when I first started running here, it was 100 degrees, 110 during the day. Uh, and that, and actually, that wasn't too bad. I wasn't running very far though. I was only running about a mile, mile and a half at that time. So now my four or five mile runs in 120 degree heat will probably be a whole different ball game. And then by the time the summer gets here, I'm hoping to be running uh, my long runs to be longer than that. So we'll see how it goes uh, with the heat. It's going to be very interesting. Um, on uh, if you guys are still listening, you'll get to find out what it's like to run uh, eight to ten miles in 130 degree heat in the middle of the day in Iraq. And what it takes in terms of gear, I'll probably have to get a, a hydration belt or a run with my Camelback. We'll see how that goes. Um, I, I mentioned uh, weight earlier in the podcast and the new scale. I had an old scale. Uh, it's just like a $7 you know, analog scale where you stand on it and the little dial starts spinning and then it ratchets back and forth and then it settles on a weight. Um, it was good enough. It kind of measured my progress. But it seemed to stick on 220 pounds, and I just couldn't get off of it. Even though my waist size was coming down, my weight was sticking. And so I, I, I thought maybe the, the scale was kind of stuck there. It maybe had a defect on that weight or something. I don't know. Wishful thinking, maybe. Um, so I ordered a new scale. By the time it came in, I was down to 217 pounds on the scale. So it did finally break off 220. Uh, and I got the new scale, and I put the batteries in it. And um, it's one of those ones that has body fat measurements and... If I'd have thought about it a little more, waited maybe another month, I probably would have bought a hydration scale, a scale that has a hydration meter as well, but didn't think it that far through, so we'll see. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll buy another one eventually, maybe not. Um, this one will probably be good enough. But anyway, I uh, stepped on the scale and uh, 
I, when the old scale was telling me 217, the new scale told me 223. So uh, that was an unpleasant surprise. But the good news is that just means my original weight was five pounds heavier as well. I've still lost the weight. Uh, so still very happy about that. Um, but the scale's working out really good and it uh, goes into tenths as well. So it gives me uh, much more fidelity on the trend information and it gives me a body fat and a BMI readout, which the BMI is just math, but the body fat is an interesting readout. So I'll be, uh, I'll be tracking that as well. Another piece of gear I'm using right now is a Body Media Go Wear Fit armband. It measures um, uh, steps and calories during the day uses um, <clears throat> two little electrodes on the armband and measures your temperature and your perspiration and it does some uh, some science and some calculations and you plug it into your computer and it goes to a website and it uh, shows you all the information. It also tells you how you're sleeping at night, how many hours, how the quality of your sleep, whether you're tossing and turning or, or sleeping well. So um, it's actually pretty interesting and very useful and I've been using it a lot. Um, for those people, you know, it's like on The Biggest Loser, you've probably seen them wearing something similar. It's it's that kind of deal. Um, and it's really helping me quite a bit. And, my, it, you know, it, I got my dad into it. He's wearing one. Now my mom is wearing one. And so we're all sort of doing it together. And it's uh, been a really good family experience as well. Um, it does cost a little bit of money. Um, and then it, there's also after you buy it, which was a little over $100, I think, to buy the, the armband. Um and then you got to pay, I think you get the first three months free, and then you uh, you pay a monthly fee to use the website, which is the only way to really view the information. So it's a subscription service is the bottom line, but uh, I find it worth it. The information has been helping me quite a bit, um, and uh, so it it's good. You can probably do it other ways. You can probably do it with just your watch, uh, although I don't know that a watch has a pedometer. Uh, I haven't seen one of those. You can use a pedometer. You can buy a cheap pedometer as well. Um, I also record my uh, food calories, uh, sometimes on the website, sometimes on a different website. It doesn't really matter. I'm just making sure that uh, I know what I'm burning through the armband and I know what I'm uh, eating by tracking my calories. And pretty much I've been able to every day stay at about a thousand calorie deficit for the day. Uh, my goal is to do a thousand to fifteen hundred. Uh, so to lose something between two and three pounds a week, that's what that, you know, basically the bottom line is. Um, if it's seven, if it's 3,500 calories per pound of fat, then if you're burning 500 calories a day extra or 500 calorie deficit a day, then that's a pound over a week. So I'm shooting for two and a half pounds a week uh, right now, uh, two and a half to three. So uh, that, that equates to uh, somewhere between uh, 1,000 and 1,500 calorie deficit a day. So that's what I'm doing. Go Wear Fit is the name of the company, uh, Body Media is I think the name of the armband I think that's how it works and uh, I I do recommend it it's a very useful gadget especially if you're a gadgety kind of person and I definitely am a gadgety kind of person um, in terms of gadgets I, I use my iPhone for uh, listening to to um, to podcasts and music and that kind of stuff when I'm exercising and then when I'm in the states I use um, I use some of the I was using some of the features on the phone um, but without cell coverage here, uh, I can't get GPS functions out of the phone. So um, I'm, it's not as useful uh, to use some of the applications that are on it. So I do have a, uh, um, a running watch, which we'll get into in another, another podcast, a Garmin 305. Um, but I do listen to podcasts on my, uh, my iPhone quite a bit. And lately, I've been listening to Ted a lot at uh, You Don't Have to Run Alone um, and Barb at... Uh, 
at uh, Kiona Girl Tries. I hope I got that right, Barb. And uh, Nigel at Running from the Reaper. I find the those three uh, have been most interesting. Although I've downloaded plenty more, uh, Dirt Dog and uh, a whole bunch of other guys. I'm trying to uh, to download a few other podcasts, but the the internet service here is a little bit iffy sometimes. So depending on how fast their server is and how fast my server is, sometimes the download doesn't work. Um, so anyway, I've really been enjoying listening to the uh, to the podcast, especially the running podcast. Um, really been uh, learning a lot, especially lately from Ted and Nigel and um, uh, I just really enjoy listening to all three of those and uh, I'll get into more of them as time goes on um, and I'm starting from the beginning and working my way up so uh, if Ted and Nigel and Barb happen to be listening uh, I know the 2009 versions of you <laughs> and uh, we'll get to know the 2010 and maybe 2011 here as we go forward so way to go guys um, and I'm following uh, most of you guys on uh, Twitter and uh, as well um, Reading-wise, I just finished uh, Runner's Body, but which is a uh, sort of a, a non-fiction, factual book by Runner's World, uh, written by a guy named, or edited, I think, written by a guy named Dugas. Um, I I thought it was excellent, and I really um, learned a lot by reading it. It's so much so that because I read it, I probably finished reading it two weeks ago, um, and I've since been through a minor injury uh, on my calf, um, and and feeling some other stuff, you know, doms for the first time in a while and some other things. So I'm really looking forward to going back and using uh, that book more as a reference as well and rereading sections of it. So I highly recommend it. Runner's Body by, uh, by Runner's World is, the, uh, is who put it out and the author's the Dugas. The other book I just finished reading was Born to Run by Christopher McDougall. Um, I think it's a very sort of, I think it's been a trendy book uh, in the runner's kind of world out there. Um, and it was came highly recommended to me from uh, multiple people, uh, not the least of which my wife. Um, and I did enjoy it. Uh, I didn't enjoy it as much as others did, and I'm not really exactly sure why. Um, but the stories were great. It's very focused on obviously running, especially ultra marathon kind of stuff. Um, it tells the story of a uh, of a. It's basically based on a, the the author who tells it from his point of view, first person point of view, and he was struggling with running. And he changed his gait, and he uh, and he sort of changed his training. He doesn't go into too much on how exactly he did it, but the bottom line is he went from a heel strike to a midfoot strike uh, and um, uh, minimal shoes, uh, I think. And um, and then it it talks more about the Tarahumara in Mexico, this running tribe, and uh, the way that they kind of go about their lives and and how running fits into their lives. And it talks about this. Uh, this fellow from, um, I think he was from Ohio or the Midwest. Anyway, he he uh, chooses to go out and live amongst them and runs through the desert and kind of lives his life that way. And he organizes a race down there. And it, there's tons of great characters in the book. And um, there's lots of lessons. And depending on who you are, you'll pull stuff out of it. Um, I, I found it very a very interesting book. Um, I read it pretty much straight through. Didn't set it down for very long at all. Um, so I, I highly recommend it and uh, I read it on my Kindle so that's another gadget that I use so as you can see I'm very gadgety um, so um, I'll talk more about books in the future I'm reading a couple more now and uh, I, I do like to read and uh, so I'll talk more about them in the future I may even come back and give you more on Born to Run because um, I really didn't think that through very well 
And there are some things about that book that I would probably like to talk about a little more. So let's just say that I'll talk about that on my next podcast and we'll see if I follow through. Uh, okay, so that's it. It's 24 minutes now into the podcast. I'm going to go ahead and stop. Um, I'll give you my contact information. Uh, email is runningcrunch at gmail.com. Um, you can also find my podcasts on runningcrunch.blogspot.com, uh, the blog that kind of hosts the uh, the podcast. I got the podcast uh, also loaded up on iTunes. And, and if you like them, uh, be the first to leave a comment. Um, Comments always help uh, kind of keep me uh, keep me going and get you focused. Uh, and also emails, especially from those of you who podcast or listen to lots of podcasts and have uh, recommendations. I'm way open to constructive criticism, uh, so love to hear from you. Um, and then finally, I, there is some good music, I think, in the podcast, at least it's the kind of music I like. It's all pod-safe music, and uh, I got it all from Jamendo uh, and the... the um, the artist and the song names will be in the show notes on the blog and also on iTunes. Okay, I think that's it for today. Um, this is Jeff. Thanks for listening and let's go. Let's go.